Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated our safety show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. We always know that it does not matter who the host is. You are listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Today's Tuesday, June the 2nd of 2020, day 154 of the year, and only 212 days remaining before the end of the year. At least that's what we're expecting for now. Anyways, boy, has it been an interesting last few hours or 23 hours or however you want to word it at this particular moment. Man, 
I'm just sitting here and going around and I will tell you right away, there is no joking. There is no kidding. Today is going to be a very, very serious episode. We're going to talk about some stuff. I'm going to tell you if you're easily offended, probably get out today. Don't hang out because it's not going to be one of the the nice and uppity ones. Um, just so you're fully aware. I'm going to tell you, you come here for my opinion, so my opinion is the one that you're going to get today, and we're going to go through some things that some people are not going to care about, some people are going to care about, and some people are just going to be like, I don't give a shit, but hey, this is what we need to talk about. There's some things that are going on inside of this real world of ours at the moment that you really need to be paying some close attention to, and some opinions, and some things that need to be talked about. So opposed to it being the fluff, and you know, and this other stuff, I want to make sure that you're fully aware of what you're getting involved in here today. I'm going to play some things that we normally would not play. We're going to talk about some things that we normally wouldn't talk about. So I want you to be aware. The other portion, real quick before I forget, this is a platform that I have. And I want to share this information with you. So as we go through this. Please understand that this is my point of view of what's going on. This is my point of view, as the show always has been. But this is going to be some more harsh language today. There's going to be some things that people are not going to agree with. So I want you to be fully aware of what's exactly going on. I'm going to give it to you first with a feature story, new stuff, and then we're going to go from there. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Clashes between protesters and police have continued through the night in several US cities, despite a threat from President Trump to send in the military. It was the first time he'd spoken to address the demonstrations that were sparked by the death of African-American George Floyd, who died in police custody in Minneapolis. Dozens of cities had curfews in place, but demonstrations continued. Several police officers have been shot. LA correspondent Daniel Robertson says tensions are running ever higher. This is a country that is is really divided at the moment. Uh, I think people are looking for leadership at the moment. Unfortunately, uh, uh, some people feel like they aren't getting that from President Trump. He, he has been calling for crackdowns and he's he is... Uh, been urging the governors to take control and saying that they aren't being harsh enough. At the moment, it's still really high tensions. And while the protests are sort of simmering a little bit, the fury is still boiling over underneath. Bars and restaurants are reopening in France as the country continues to ease out of its coronavirus lockdown. Only the outside terraces of cafes will be open in Paris, where restrictions remain on inside dining. Ross Cullen reports from Paris. The country has been split into two areas, green and orange zones, depending on how actively the coronavirus is circulating and the current pressures on intensive care units. Most of the country is green, Paris is orange, meaning only the terraces of cafes will be open for now. Indoor areas may reopen later in the month. In open restaurants elsewhere in the country, all staff will have to wear face masks, as will customers when they move around indoors. The 100-kilometre travel limit has also been lifted nationwide, and with it the need to carry a government document with when you move around. Parks and gardens are reopening in Paris. Campsites, beaches and leisure centres are also welcoming visitors again in other parts of France. Ross Cullen, Paris. Twelve people, including six schoolchildren, have tested positive for COVID-19 in a southwestern Japanese city where infections continue to spread. Grace Lee reports from Tokyo. For nine consecutive days, new coronavirus cases have been emerging from Kitakyushu in Fukuoka Prefecture, stoking fears of a second wave of infections in Japan. 
A total number of 97 people have tested positive during that time. According to the municipal government, of the 12 newly infected people, four of them are students at a local elementary school, classmates of another student who tested positive earlier last week. The government is looking into the cases on the assumption that a cluster infection has taken place. A separate cluster erupted at Kitakushu's General Hospital, and three of the 12 new cases were health workers there. Grace Lee, Tokyo. The UK says it will not look the other way if China presses ahead with a security law for Hong Kong. Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab says Britain will consider a further response if China doesn't scrap the plans for the territory. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. With no seeds of respect. In America's mirror, all she sees is regret. Instead of letting... For 400 years, you had your knees on our neck. Gardener evil with no seeds of respect. In America's mirror, all she sees is regret. Instead of letting blood live, they begging for blood lent. Revenge is a dish that's served on platelets. Transfusion or confusion abusing our intellect. I can't be bought with a $1,200 check, even though $1,200 can make a meal stretch. My mama wasn't rich, but she earned my respect. She made a little bit of money for a lot of blood, tears, and sweat. Jumping up and down on police cars, I'm vexed. After Chauvin killed George Floyd, we got next. Molotov cocktails, anarchy on the set. The rich took the loot, so now we loot shit. Feeling like a caged tiger that's whipped to do tricks. That's why I started fires and yelled and threw bricks. They tried to run me over and arrest me and shit. Taze pepper spray and engage with the kid. They ran up in the state house with them AKs quick. But let a nigga try and do that white boy shit. Won't be no rubber bullets ricocheting off ribs. But the white supremacists go in the cops' faces spit. Try to barbecue? Becky call the cops on the kid. Hoping and praying it'd be some Emmett Till shit. Sandra wasn't bland, they hated Mike because he brown. Trayvon should have had an Aston Martin riding around. I'm a do Diallo, it's way too many to follow. Vato, how much of my pride I gotta swallow? God only knows how deep this plan goes. I was dealing with this shit as a teen in Kangos. Harassed by cops, word to my ancestors' souls. And watching that man die slow left the hole. He cried for his mama as the murder unfold. If it wasn't for them phones, Chauvin would be at home. Feeling justified because of George's skin tone. I'm telling it to those with melanin, you're not alone. The new Malcolm Martin and Marcuses are now grown. America's a graveyard full of black men's bones. And I ain't got to tell you that Breonna Taylor got slayed in her own home. Had they lived, Sean could have rocked bells. Eric could have garnered attention. Beyond the t-shirts and obituary mentions. Oscar could have been counting grants. Tamir could have went to Rice. They owed them cops nothing, but all of them paid the price. So yeah, you right. We should protect our Second Amendment rights. Because in a second, a dirty cop can kick the door in at night. A two-for-tooth and a life-for-life. We refuse to live in hell while you living in paradise. Being black in America is like rolling a paradise. But the stakes are way higher. You gambling with my life. Black lives matter. Forever. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show.
So like I'm telling you, today's not going to be an easy day going through some of the stuff that's going on inside of the planet, as we've already discussed. The other portion, that was LL Cool J. That was a rant that he put out there. And it is not, I shouldn't say even the word rant. It is a point of view of his, of things that he has won through. And I think that this is where the conversation really needs to start. Why can't we have these conversations? Why is it that it's all of a sudden becoming a political divide if these conversations are had? Why can't it just be more along the lines of this is what's occurring? Remember, your reality is based on your point of view. That's what you have to understand. So why can't we start having these conversations? Now, I'm going to tell you, we're going to go through some news stories. I got some more stuff that I want to play. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of people are not going to like this episode. A lot of people are going to drop from this episode. And that's okay. Because on the Rated R Safety Show, this is the platform. This is the way that I want to be able to share it today. And I'm going to say something real quick. If you don't want to follow along, that's perfectly fine. This is not an airport. So if you don't want to follow, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to announce it. It's okay. You're not going to hurt my feelings. But this is something that is important to me. It is important that I want to be able to share it. And so this is what a lot of the show is going to consist of today, just so you're aware. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so let's go through part of the hit list because we're sure that we're going to go through part of it, at least at minimum today, as we go through this. The head of Milan, San Rafael Hospital, says coronavirus is weakening and has all but has disappeared in Italy. He says that the virus is clinically no longer existent in Italy. This is according to Reuters report. He added that there are viral loads that was absolutely God, compared to the height of the crisis in other areas. So that's a good thing as you're starting to see that. At least that is coming out of Italy. So there's some information for you right away that we can share. Also, let's go through some other portions. World Health Organization officials have confirmed a new outbreak of the Ebola virus in Congo. Six cases have been confirmed. So where Ford have died and two more are being treated. More tests are expected are expected to confirm positive diagnosis. So now we're seeing another outbreak of something entirely different as it's taking place at this particular moment in time. I want to share that information with you because I think it's important for you to understand what's going on. This is based on information that is online. Go to the World Health Organization if you are limited, of course, to only doing a Google search. And like I say, go into incognito mode. You might be amazed on what you find. Duh. Did you hear about this one? This one's kind of making part of the cycles of things that are going on. Facebook employees aren't at the office, but they still stage a virtual walkout this week in protest of Mark Zuckerberg's refusal to censor the president's Trump's account. On their profiles and email auto-reply, a message says they're not working as a gesture to oppose what they see as comments made by the president to encourage violence against people who have been demonstrating. One Facebook rep tells the New York Times, we recognize the pain of many of our people are feeling right now, especially our black community. We encourage employees to speak openly when they disagree with leadership. And that's the thing. Are you willing to speak out? Are you willing to have conversations on things in front of others? Some people have a platform 
and they use it for other things. It's for a product placement. It is for these different things of what they want to bring up of, oh, this is great. This is what I'm promoting. Why don't you use the platform for something good? If you want to influence, if you want to be the influencer that you claim, do something that's worthwhile. What's the risk there? Because I think right now we need to really start having the conversations because I can sit here and do a show about anything. But what's the point? Yeah, it might be entertaining. Yeah, it might be argumentative. It could be whatever. But use the platform that you have to share what is going on. Keeping your eyes closed is not going to change things. Sitting in the dark and not doing anything. Maybe it's time to start thinking about plans and strategies on things that you want to have an impact with. Think about that as we move forward having some of these conversations today. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. In some other news that are circulating around the webs, uh, a court has approved Piers One's bankruptcy plan. The chain will restructure, but rather than liquidate all stores by the end of October, good sales are available in the remaining open stores as PierOne.com. So that's something, if you're interested in that kind of furniture, that's something that you're able to do. I know a little bit more sarcastic than normal when it comes to that, because I just don't think that that's really important about Pier One at the moment. But I feel like I need to share it with you anyways, because you never know when you might be able to land a good deal. Anyway, Sony has postponed the event that they had scheduled for Thursday that would debut their new line of games for its forthcoming PlayStation 5. The company said, we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. Referring to ongoing protests and riots in response of George Floyd's death last week. The original June 4th date has not been rescheduled. Now, I want you to take a look at this. This is some different things that are going on, some People, some organizations are doing some different stuff to be able to have conversations, to be able to put things that are important inside and outside and forefront on what's going on. And I think that's so important at the moment. It's not time to sit around and, you know, do the typical bullshit of being quiet. And I'm not saying, hey, go out there and piss people off and do all this other stuff. But open people's eyes, not physically, of course, open people's eyes on what's going on in the world. Talk, have conversations. What can you do to change things? What is the difference? What is the world that you want? What does that world look like? I'm so flustered today. I really am. And it's this is just going to go and go and go and go as we go forward. So let's talk about some different things real quick. Spain has gone 24 hours without a coronavirus death. It's the first time since March the 3rd they haven't measured they haven't had a measured death at all. So that means that they have not tracked anything. Iran is expecting the highest daily death count in two months, and China is expecting sustained rise in infections. This is all according to reports that are being circulated. So that's some information for you right there. The other portion, real quick, before I forget, the Dow Jones Industrial Average ticked up 91 points Monday steadily in the intraday trading. Despite domestic turmoil, the slight positive growth shows optimism for the future of the economy as more businesses and organizations reopen across the country. Isn't that weird? 
Don't you think? Why would it be ticking up with everything going on? Kind of odd. What do you think there? What's your thought process? You're sitting there. You're taking a listen to this. You're either listening on the radio. You're watching on the little visuals there, or you're listening on a podcast prior to or post me doing this. So what are you thinking as you hear that? Why are stocks ticking up? Think about it. Just think about it for a moment. Why are they ticking up? Anyway, since April, landlords are going after tenants for past due rent, just a bit lower rate than the same period last year. So what does that mean? The New York Times attributes the phenomenon to to the success of the CARES Act that issued $1,200 payments and weekly payments of $600 to those who are unemployed for benefits purposes, as well as a general understanding of landlords that they have to reduce rent and forgive balance dues. So what do you think? Should they be going after them? But I mean, I don't know. I'm asking you a question. I have no clue there. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Let's continue. The Hennepin County Medical Examiner has concluded that George Floyd died as a result of being restrained. CNN reports the statement said that the cause of death was cardiopulmonary yeah i screwed that up um arrest complication or arrest complicating law enforcement subdual restraints and neck compression and further added that floyd died from experiencing it while the arrest was being of him being restrained by the officer george floyd's brother addressed the crowd that gathered at the site of his death of, you know, of george's death on monday terrence floyd called the action called action rather than violence he said if I'm not over here messing up my community, then what are y'all doing? Nothing. Because that's not going to bring back my brother at all. He then called on those protesting to vote and create legislative change and to stop the thinking that their voices don't matter. And also, Louisville police chief has been fired. The mayor announced that the, re- that the relief of command in the wake of police response that shot and killed one man late Sunday night. Just some information there. President Trump addressed the media on Monday afternoon in the White House Rose Garden, calling for swift end of the nationwide riots. In addition to his strong word, he recommended that governors deploy the National Guard to establish an overwhelming law enforcement presence. He added that in cities and states where local leadership does not defend life and property for their residents, U.S. military troops would be deployed, drawing criticism of the president's ability to deploy military forces domestically. A 7 p.m. curfew was set for Washington, D.C. Following his comments, Trump walked across the street from the White House to St. John's, which had been badly vandalized and burned in recent attacks. Obviously, crowds had been cleared for the move standing in front of the church boarded up windows as media scrambled to set up shots trump held up a bible and he said that he he said and he brought from the white house he concluded with we have the greatest country in the world while flanked by select cabinet members and press secretary quotables here we go those who threaten innocent life and property will be prosecuted he said 
I want the organizations of this terror, the organizers of this terror, to be on notice that you will face severe criminal penalties and lengthy sentences in jail. America is founded upon the rule of law. It is the foundation of our prosperity, our freedom, and our very way of life. But where there is no law, there is no opportunity. Where there is no justice, there is no liberty. Where there is no safety, there is no future. If violence or malice reigns, then none of us are free. So those are the words of the President of the United States. And what he had to say about what was going on. So let me get you to this. This will be considered our main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Um, I didn't want to come, and I don't want to be here. I'm the son of an Atlanta City police officer. Um, my cousin is an Atlanta City police officer, and my other cousin, East Point police officer. And I got a lot of love and respect for police officers down to the original eight police officers in Atlanta that even after becoming police had to dress in a YMCA because white officers didn't want to get dressed with niggers. And here we are 80 years later. I watched a white officer assassinate a black man. And I know that tore your heart out. And I know it's crippling. And I have nothing positive to say in this moment because I don't want to be here. But I'm responsible to be here because it wasn't just Dr. King and people dressed nicely who marched and protested to progress this city and so many other cities. It was people like my grandmother, people like my aunts and uncles who were members of SCLC and NAACP, and in particular, Reverend James Orange, Mrs. Alice Johnson, and Reverend Love, who we just lost last year. So I'm duty-bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. It is time to beat up prosecutors you don't like at the voting booth. It is time to hold mayoral offices accountable, chiefs and deputy chiefs. Atlanta is not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were, and we're a lot better than cities are. I'm mad as hell. I woke up wanting to see the world burn down yesterday because I'm tired of seeing black men die. He casually put his knee on a human being's neck for nine minutes as he died like a zebra in the clutch of a lion's jaw. And we watch it like murder porn over and over again. So that's why children are burning to the ground. They don't know what else to do. And it is the responsibility of us to make this better. 
right now. We don't want to see one officer charged. We want to see four officers prosecuted and sentenced. We don't want to see targets burning. We want to see the system that sets up for systemic racism burnt to the ground. And as I sit here in Georgia, Homer Stevens, Georgia, former vice president of the Confederacy, white man said that law, fundamental law stated that whites were naturally the superior race and the Confederacy was built on a cornerstone. It's called a cornerstone speech, look it up. The cornerstone speech that blacks would always be subordinate. That officer believed that speech because he killed that man like an animal. In this city, officers have done horrendous things and they have been prosecuted. This city's cut different. In this city, you can find over 50 restaurants owned by black women. I didn't say minority and I didn't say women of color. So after you burn down your own home, what do you have left but char and ash? CNN, Ted did a great thing. I love CNN, I love Cartoon Network, but I'd like to say to CNN right now, karma's a mother. Stop feeding fear and anger every day. Stop making people feel so fearful, give them hope. I'm glad they only took down a sign and defaced a building and they're not killing human beings like that policeman did. I'm glad that they only destroyed some brick and mortar and they didn't rip a father from a son. They didn't rip a, fa a son from a mother like the policeman did. When a man yells for his mother in duress and pain and she's dead, he is essentially yelling, please God, don't let it happen to me. And we watch that. So my question for us on the other side of this camera is after it burns, Will we be left with charred or will we rise like a phoenix out of the ashes that Atlanta has always done? Will we use this as a moment to say that we will not do what other cities have done and in fact we will get better than we've been? We got good enough to destroy cash bonds. You don't have to worry about going to jail for some petty. We got smart enough to decriminalize marijuana. How smart are we going to be in the next 15 or 20 years to keep us ahead of this curve? So that much like when South Africa suffered apartheid, you had Andy and other politicians that could make sure that Atlanta said, Coca-Cola, we love you. But if you don't pull out of South Africa, we're going to leave. We're not going to drink Coca-Cola anymore. Coca-Cola jumped on their side and apartheid ended. So we have an opportunity now because I'm mad. I don't have any good advice. But what I can tell you is that if you sit in your homes tonight, instead of burning your home to the ground, you will have time to properly plot, plan, strategize, and organize, and mobilize in an effective way. And two of the most effective ways is first taking your butt to the computer and making sure you fill out your census so that people know who you are and where you are. The next thing is making sure you exercise your political bully power and going to local elections and beating up the politicians that you don't like. You got a prosecutor sent your partner to jail and you know it was bullshit, put a new prosecutor in there. Now's your election to do it. You want a different senator that's more progressive that pulls marijuana through? Now is the time to do that. But it is not time to burn down your own home. I love and I respect you. I hate I don't have more to say. I hate I can't fix it in a snap. I hate Atlanta's not perfect for as good as we are. But we have to be better than this moment. We have to be better than burning down our own homes. Because if we lose Atlanta, what else we got? We lose an ability to plot, to plan, to strategize, to organize, and to properly mobilize. I want you to go home. 
I want you to talk to 10 of your friends. I want you guys to come up with real solutions. I would like for the Atlanta City Police Department to bring back the Community Review Board, one that Alice Johnson was formerly under, under Chief Turner. We need a review board here ahead of it before an officer does some stupid shit. We need to get ahead of it. That's my recommendation to my mayor and my chief. Let's get a review board. Let's get ahead of it. And let's give them power. We don't need an officer that makes a mistake once, twice, three times, and finally he kills a boy on national TV, and the next thing you know, the country is burning down. We don't need a dumbass president repeating what segregationists said. When you start looting, we start shooting. But the problem is some officers black, and some people going to shoot back. And that's not good for our community either. I love and respect you all. I hope that we find a way out of it because I don't have the answers, but I do know we must plot, we must plan, we must strategize, organize, and mobilize. Thank you for allowing me some time to speak. I'd like to appreciate our chief for what she said on YouTube. I thought it was very bold to do. I'd like to appreciate our mayor for talking to us like a black mama and telling us to take our ass at home. And I'd like to talk, like to thank my friend for convincing me to come here. And I'll defer to Joe Beasley now because he knows a hell of a lot more than we do. Thank y'all. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. So what do you think? I don't think that anything better could have been said there. I don't think that there was any way, form, shape, or form that I could say something better than what Killer Mike just said. I want you to think about that for a moment. This is Figer's Law. Lock them up and throw away the key. We Americans love our politicians to act like they're tough on crime. And when you do something wrong, you should pay with hard time. Mercies for the bleeding heart liberals, they say. Well, what if it turns out they weren't guilty and we put somebody in prison by mistake? According to Michigan law, people who are wrongfully convicted are entitled to a paltry $50,000 for each year they spend rotting in prison. And of course, the state hasn't put aside any money to pay anyone who's wrongfully convicted. So what do prosecutors do when confronted with somebody who's been wrongfully convicted? They fight against setting aside the convictions because it's cheaper. They say justice is blind, but where does it say justice be damned? Remember, if you don't stand for something, you end up standing for nothing. This is Figer's Law. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Realistically, where do you go from here as this conversation takes place? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I just really don't know. I think it's really time to sit back and really have some conversations about what's going on in the world and really having some conversations on things that you can do to help improve. There might be things right now that you truly do not understand. But being someone who's there to be able to listen might help you for further have a better understanding of what's going on. I'm not saying don't have an opinion. I'm just saying maybe if you don't understand what's going on, maybe you listen. Maybe you listen to a friend. Maybe you open your mind a little bit in regards to what's going on. Just something to think about. Like I always tell people, 
Your reality is based around the things that you choose to make real. It is based on the things that you choose to believe in and look forward to and try to change, implement, and so on. These are the realities that are going on inside of our world currently. What can we do to make things better? Maybe that's the conversation that we have. Maybe that's something that we think about as we move forward. Anyways, let's go back to a little bit of the news cycle for a moment, and let's kind of go over a little bit of this, and we're going to talk about a little bit about politics for a moment. So yesterday there was a conference call, conference call which President Trump and U.S. governors showed the commander-in-chief calling for aggressive action against rioters. You have to dominate. You have to dominate. You're wasting your time. If you're not, you are wasting your time. This is according to what Trump said, adding that they're going to run over you. You're going to look like a bunch of jerks. You have to dominate. Trump said that violence only outbreaks in the weak in the weakness and that most of you are weak. He called for arresting and jailing lawbreakers for 10 years to deter their actions. Governor J.B. Pritzker of Illinois and the governor of Michigan pushed back on the president on Monday. J.B. said that the language was unhelpful, inflammatory, and making it worse. Whitmer said the tone was deeply disturbing. So something to take a look at as we have these conversations. Now, this is something that's easily accessible, something that you can find relatively quick if you're trying to do a look and a search for it. And what do you think? What do you think about the words of the president? Do you agree or disagree? That's not for you to make a political stance. Just asking what your opinion is. Do you agree with his point of view or disagree with his point of view? You're entitled to your opinion. That's the great part about it. I'm just trying to bring some things to light that are there. Let's talk about some other things relatively quick. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $356 million jackpot or a $280.5 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $135 million jackpot or a $107 million cash payout. So some options there if you're playing into that kind of stuff. If you were to win that kind of money right now, what would you do? That's something to think about. Anyways, people asked for it, so let's kind of go through some of this real quick. So we're going to talk about some celebrity news and some things going on. So let's go through this from the very top. Following his apology for blackface skit on SNL, Jimmy Fallon is tweeting support for Black Lives Matters. The late night host took to Twitter on Sunday, urging those to support the movement. Be the change. He had it hashtags, hashtag be the change and black underscore lives underscores matters was one that he actually did post out there. Also, a growing number of entertainment companies are joining Blackout Tuesday in a message of solidarity in response to the death of George Floyd. Management company Argus First, agencies APA and CAA, and Viacom CBS are among those who announced that they would be participating today. They will be joining a slew of music industry companies as well. So something to take a look at there. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively are using their privilege once again to give back to provide the platform during a catastrophic times. 
The power couple announced that they've donated $200,000 to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund as protests and riots continue across the country in response of the killing of Minneapolis man George Floyd. So, something to take a look at as we go down through this. And you know... We normally talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate, but let's just be realistic. There's really nothing to celebrate today. There's nothing at all to celebrate. I will tell you this, though, before I let you go, just want to cover this information real quick. If you are going through thoughts of depression and suicidal thoughts, please call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK. They will be there for you in times of needs. Also, the other portion that I want to reference, look into your communities. Look into where you can assist, help, and make change occur. It's important. It really is. And if anything, if you've learned anything over the last little bit, understand that this time of what is going on right now in our country, that this is the start of change. This is the start of something different. One way, shape, or form, something different will come out of this. You need to make up your mind on what side you're going to be on in regards of what kind of change you want to see. You are the power of the people. What do you think? Do you think you should have some kind of privilege based on the color of your skin? Do you think things should be different for you based on certain things? I mean, something to think about. That's all I have to say. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Please do research on what's going on inside of this world. I really, really do. That's what I ask you for today. If you do anything for me, I'm not even going to talk about some of the other stuff that we have going on. I don't think it's important. I think that this message is more important than anything else. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. I love you. I really do. I really do. And I just want us to have an open-minded community together. I'm going to let you go for now. I don't even feel like being sarcastic on the way out. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.